106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Are we going to, uh, to see the same Democratic ticket in 2024? I'm sorry, we are thinking about today. I mean, honestly, that I, I... It's not an answer. Let me just get that question out of the way then. Would you support Biden-Harris ticket in 2024? Awkward. I'm looking squarely towards 2022 and the re-election ahead of me. It's a yes or no question. Joe Biden is running for re-election and I will be his ticket mate. <laughs> Joe Biden is running for re-election and I will be his ticket mate. Full stop. Full stop. That's it. <laughs> and I really could care less about the high-class gossip on these issues. Aww. And then the president said, I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. That's what he said. I think he said that. He could have said that. He might have said that. And everybody was a little confused. And then he said, keep your enemies close, but your friends closer. And then for a moment, like things kind of calmed down. And then the president looked at Mark Meadows and he said, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And after that, everybody got into the limo and the president wanted to go to the Capitol and the driver said no. And so the president put the driver in a chokehold. And then he looked at everybody and said, you want to play rough? Say hello to my little friend. Everybody got like really, really nervous. And he leaned into the Secret Service's, one of the Secret Service's guy's ears. And he said, I you bury those cockroaches. Then after that, I guess he said, never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. I think, I think that's what he said. I mean, that's what I was told he said. He said that. And then after that, he just suddenly got up and attempted to get out of the limo. And he looked at another one of the Secret Service guys and he said, leave the gun, take the cannolis. And I was told that he faced everyone in the limo and he said, God forgives, Italians don't. And everybody was, was shocked. They, they, they said that they were shocked. Um, because they didn't know he was Italian. And, and I didn't know he was Italian. It is shocking to find out that he is Italian. I, I had no idea. As he was walking away, everyone could kind of hear him say in a very quiet voice, just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. It was, it was really scary. One time I asked my dad, I was like, Dad, after 38 years, do you still love mom? And he was like, love? <laughs> Your mom married me to escape communist China. <laughs> it's a not love, it's a good deal. No cockroaches, you can never kill them. Oh, they just show up. You can never kill them.
Lion Brian, remember that son of a I want to apologize I, now, my apology. Lion Brian, the plane was shot, I didn't know. Hillary had the same thing, right? Crooked Hillary, there were bullets all over her helicopter. Turned out to be a false story. I remember landing under sniper fire. We basically were told to run to our cars. Now that is what happened. I uh, made a, a mistake. Disinformation, they now call it disinformation. It sounds nicer, it's supposed to lying. Disinformation. No, Hillary did it, and so did Lion Bryant. Lion Bryant lost his job over it. He went to MSDNC, right? Then I guess he got fired. I, he'll show up someplace. They never... You know, cockroaches, you can never kill them. No, they just show up. You can never kill them. You know, someone very profoundly once said, many years ago, that if fascism ever comes to America, it'll come in the name of, li of liberalism. And what is fascism? Fascism is private ownership, private enterprise, but total government control and regulation. Well, isn't this the liberal philosophy? The conservative, so-called, is the one that says, less government, get off my back, get out of my pocket, and let me have more control of my own destiny. Black Lives Matter is just organized crime funded by woke corporations run by angry lesbians. Am I allowed to say that? everybody how you doing this is Lou Benninger and you're listening to No Hostages Radio episode number 171 and uh, do I get that right 171 yep I got it right 171 and it will show up uh, be available on July 9 2021 so our 2022 crazy Getting off to a rough start here, July 9, 2022. So uh, thank you for listening tonight or today. For me, it's the evening, and uh, it's July in Northern California, and usually it's smoking hot up here, but we've just had some nice breezes at night and during the day, and even though it's been warm, hopefully it isn't hurting the farmers because they need some heat to ripen the fruit. Peaches are ripening up right now and apricots and all just great stuff to eat up here but they need heat and uh they got the sun but they need some warmth so i hope they're getting enough warmth it's i don't know whether they even got to 90 today but uh, it's nice tonight and uh some of you that are listening are former californians so you know exactly what i'm talking about and you're out some of you are complaining about the humidity wherever you are down there in the south so thanks for listening. Uh, you can reach out to me at 530-713-1838. 713-1838. I will mention that again in a bit. You can email me uh, at lou at nohostagesradio.com. Nohostagesradio.com is a website that we uh, stash all our episodes and articles that I write. Um, there's also a Facebook page, Live with Lou. L-I-V-E with Lou, and we also put uh, some of the podcasts there as well as articles and other comments, 
And there's also a uh, live show that we do on KMYC 1410 AM out of Yuba County in Northern California. And even though you're maybe on the other side of the world, you can actually listen to it by going to live365.com. That's a platform that uh, carries a lot of different media that you can tap into around the world. Live365.com. Click on radio. Put in the call letters KM, like in Mickey, YC, and it should be live streaming there. And uh, so that's from 10 to 1 left coast time on Saturdays. So this this show should uh, pop up every Saturday morning early. And I think that's the intros for for the moment. I want to make a couple of uh, intro comments to direct you. I mentioned Live with Lou Facebook page. For those that are in Northern California or in the Yuba Sutter County's area of California, there's a, there's a Facebook site called Everything Yuba County. And that Facebook site started as a site to fight against Measure K, uh, which was a 1% sales tax increase in Yuba County. And it was also uh, a site that exposed a lot of uh, college bonds that we didn't want to pass. And so now uh, that's been converted to everything Yuba County. So if you want to keep up with what's shaken recently, um, the last couple of days, they posted, oh, a bunch of pages of salaries and positions for, for the County of Yuba. So if you wonder where your tax dollars are going, you can see that that's right from the County's documents. And it, and from what I understand, it's easy to flip through once you click on it. So everything Yuba County, keep watching that Facebook site if you're interested in what's shaking up here in Yuba and Sutter Counties. Um, and you may be able to see some of those things dropped over at Live with Lou as well. <clears throat> I also wanted to mention that uh, during the last uh, COVID con and beyond conference, uh, Dr. Zev or Vladimir Zelenko was his official name, Vladimir Zelenko, originally from Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, but he's, his nickname is Zev Zelenko. Uh, Dr. Zev Zelenko was scheduled to speak in May, on May 14th, actually, at Church of Glad Tidings in Sutter County. Because he's in New York and the flight is arduous for someone that uh, is not well, he's been fighting a, a very unique uh, form of cancer uh, for about four years, and he's not doing well, not feeling well. So he uh, spoke to the group that gathered at Church of Glad Tidings in Sutter County that for that uh, conference, which is a multi-day conference. He spoke via Skype or some way, you know, zoomed in somehow. And uh, I actually missed the talk, but I was reminded of it by Dan from Missouri, who watches the talks on the churchofgladtidings.com website. So I clicked on the link that Dan gave and uh, watched the entire hour. It's about an hour, actually, of all other, you know, there's a variety of people talking, but it's worth every single minute. Dr. David Martin, uh, who exposed the patents on COVID-19 uh, early on and showed how the whole COVID-19 uh, narrative was fraudulent. But Dr. Zev Zelenko and David are very close friends, so he introduced him. He was one of the speakers at the conference. So I want to refer you to this because 
his overview of the entire COVID situation and good versus evil in the world today is actually invaluable, and you get to see that for free if you go to the churchofgladtidings.com website and you look for conferences and just look for Dr. Zev Zelenko, uh, Z-E-L-E-N-K-O, and he spoke on May 14th, 2022. So when you zoom in or when you click on that, uh, Dave Bryan will actually be doing a little intro, brings up Dave, David Martin, and then he introduces Zelenko, who speaks a little over 30 minutes, takes questions. It's a fascinating talk. Uh, you're not going to hear that talk many places. <clears throat> and the reason I bring it up, not just to hear another talk, uh, is it, it was one of the few talks he gave before he died, which he died, I think, the next week or so, maybe the next couple weeks. Uh, of the cancer that he was expected to die of within the first year, but he he uh, managed to stay with us for four years. So he leaves behind seven children, and I think I read uh, a tribute to him last week, but I wanted you to, to have an opportunity to listen to this if you haven't listened to it or you don't know anything about him. If you wondered what's going on and how what how all these different elements fit together, these vaccines, these COVID things, all the world shutdown, the attempts to shut down, why we're still talking about a virus three years from the start. It's pretty bizarre. He's, he puts it in very simple terms. Dr. Zev Zelenko, May 14th, 2022. Check it out. So the other thing I wanted to mention um, is the uh, upcoming Sutter Yuba Republican Women's Gathering on July 21 of this year. And it's going to be at 6.30 p.m. at the Brick. It's a, it's a, um, I call it a coffee house, but it's also a food establishment. They're going to cater it. So there's going to be fun food, drinks, prizes, and more. But the, the, uh, the idea is to have a good time. But the idea, uh, the bigger idea is to get focused on reaching our Yuba Sutter counties uh, with our Republican message or more I guess more specific for me, not so much Republicanism, because I'm not much into parties as I am into beliefs, values, and philosophy. And so uh, what, what we're pushing is a conservative constitutional philosophy for you in Sutter counties. And so um, there will, will be some charge to go to that at the brick at 316 D Street in Marysville, right downtown Marysville, parking everywhere, easy. 6.30 p.m. You can go to the website, syrepublicanwomen.com, syrepublicanwomen.com, or dial 530-632-6195, 530-632-6195, and uh, sign up and go and bring somebody. You know, the idea isn't just to go. Like I always try to, uh, when I, one time I uh, was headed to church, I go to church on Saturday nights, and I was driving, and I I just felt like I was having this conversation between me and God and, and, and just mentally going back and forth. And I just felt, why am I going back and forth every Saturday night in a car that has four seats and I only have one filled? That would be me. So right after that, because I expressed my uh, displeasure in not bringing somebody, I, I was uh, things changed and I started bringing lots of people out. So recently I've been hauling people again. So 
to me, when when we're trying to accomplish something and with church, we're building and expanding the kingdom of God. So we're introducing people to the good idea. And with uh, these uh, women's groups, for instance, or men's groups, for that matter, that are conservative, we want to bring people. Uh, back, in fact, we should, if we're getting old like me, we should bring young people because they need to carry this on into the future. So that's all I want to say about that. And um, so, but mainly I want to say thank you for listening. And if you want to uh, tell your friends about this, great. Otherwise, we'll just plow on till we think that uh, the time is done for doing podcasts since we already, we, we, we did a live show for many years. Then we quit the live show. Then we started doing the podcast and then we, the radio station wanted me to come back on the radio. So we're doing both now, which is fine. So I wanted to mention also just a couple things that are going on. Uh, I want to mention about a family, like with this COVID thing, everybody knows somebody that has had their business ruined, their their health ruined by the shot, the jab, or uh, this COVID illness. A lot of problems, right? A lot of stress. People's lost, lost their education, lost scholarships, lost a lot. But uh, so one of the families that I'm close with, uh, the, the Ira and Gina Burroughs family in the Yuba Sutter area, Ira started off working in medical and worked here locally in the hospital. And then he got hired at San Francisco Fire Department. And for many years, I think 14 years, he commuted back and forth about three hours uh, when he went down there and spent a couple of days down there uh, working uh, shifts in San Francisco and was a firefighter, successful firefighter in good standing with the uh, San Francisco Fire Department until COVID came. And then COVID, uh, they demanded that every firefighter and every San Francisco police officer be in shot, injected with the poison, or they're going to lose their job. And there were no, uh, Ira tried to get a religious exemption, uh, they didn't give him exemption, so they basically they put him on no pay leave. Basically fired him. So that's a, you lose a lot of money when you're working for a big city fire department. They make a lot more than up here in the in the rural areas, though they make a lot of money here. But the point is, he lost his job suddenly because of the uh, agenda, uh, the oppressive agenda, the communist agenda that you either take. Now we're gonna you do whatever what we tell you to do. Anytime we want to inject you with something, you have to do it, or you're going to lose your government job. So he lost his government job, and I've been wondering what he's going to do. So uh, he just posted on Facebook that he and his wife are starting a junk business, and they're going to pick up junk, and their their uh, slogan is cleaning up the world one property at a time. So uh, it's called YS Junk Angel. That's the title of the business, YS Ubisutter Junk Angel. He has a website at ysjunkangel.com. And his phone number is 530-329-3113. He's not paying me to do ads for him. Uh, You know, there's a time in life where we need to stand up with each other and have each other's back, as people like to say nowadays. But we need to help people uh, recover what the government has damaged in their life. And Ira and Gina Burroughs are wonderful people. I think they have five children. 
and they got a lot lot going on for to lose a, a really uh, cush firefighting job in San Francisco. So he isn't the only one that lost a job, but he's the only one that up here that uh, that we know that worked for San Francisco Fire Department. So if you have any junk or you have a rental or you have a business and you want to go through and get rid of a lot of stuff, Ira's a great guy. He's totally honest, uh, very sincere guy, has your back. And you can reach him at 530-329-3113. Or you can check out, uh, I haven't looked at his website, but I picked this all up off the uh, Facebook at YS Junk Angel. Uh, Angels, A-N-G-E-L, for all of you that just graduated from high school, you probably didn't learn that. You probably got angle instead of angel.com. Cleaning up the world one property at a time. So if you're in real estate and you, you have rentals, uh, maybe that's something you will need. Or if you buy a, a rundown piece of property and you need to muck it out, Ira's uh, not ashamed to just get out there and work hard. I've had him work over at my house. He's been volunteering. We volunteer together at the church. Great guy. Okay, so help out Ira and Gina Burroughs. They're not asking for a handout. They just want some work, and uh, they're going to try to build a business here and support their family and uh, continue on in the Yuba Sutter County's area where they, they're living now. So, okay, that's that. Also, let um, me just also mention while I'm talking about it is um, – Israel Garcia, who was on his way to move to uh, Texas and uh, had one leg in Texas and has a house and, a, and family up here in uh, Northern California. He's driving big rig in Texas, but he said, Lou, I think the, the government's going to shut down trucking. And he's got an excavator and backhoe up here. And when he came back here for a while, uh, he started getting a lot of backhoe business and excavator business. So he's been uh, so he said, hey, can you help me uh, promote this business and so I can settle down here and take care of my wife and child? So he calls it Little Billy's Excavator and Backhoe Service, and his number is 530 So if you need a fire break this time of year in Northern California, it's dry, dry, dry. So uh, fire break, ponds, septic systems, footings, ditches, roads, culverts, risers, Anything that you need, you may have some other ideas. Just give him a dial-up, 530-300-6010. I call him Israel. He likes to go by Izzy Garcia. Give him a shout-out, and he's right here in Yuba County. He'll work all over Northern California. So let's get, get on with it for a minute here, and then, then we'll uh, take our first break. If you're new to us, there's six segments, and uh, our first one is uh, coming to an end here in just a few minutes or 20 minutes apiece. So uh, if... If you've been wondering if you saw the uh, 2,000 mules or didn't, it's interesting. You know, we presented some reasons for the uh, the district attorney and the sheriff to investigate Anthony Fauci and all the people that were involved in the foisting or perpetrating of evil of COVID on us and destroying businesses, destroying lives, killing our grandparents in rest homes, et cetera, et cetera. In fact, Zev Zelenko just said that today that— uh, uh, Governor Cuomo killed 20,000 elderly people in rest homes by by putting sick people in rest homes. We've approached the uh, sheriff and district attorney about filing charges against these people. They say, hey, it's a, above our pay grade. You know, uh, 
uh, we can't go out and, and go after people that are back east and stuff. And, and uh, it's interesting, you know, because the, the crime was committed here against us, right? Lying to us, pulling our kids out of school, forced lockdowns, all that kind of stuff. And so we had a complete case written out by uh, legal people and presented that to the district attorney of both counties, you and Sutter and other counties. But basically they said, hey, you know, uh, you know, in other words, here we did all the investigating. All we we're trying to do is get them to file charges. And it, in, in many areas right now, it seems like in areas I'm working in right now that I got to go out and do the investigating find the crime, find the criminals, find all the evidence, then they will take a look at it. And that, that one area is about voting, that uh, if you've seen the 2,000 mules, uh, the question is the the district attorney and the sheriff should prove why there hasn't been uh, fraudulent activity in our vote here in Yuba County. Not has there been. There's no question about it if they would look at it. But uh Everybody just wants to just go on, get, get along to go along. And uh, so the founder of BLM, Black Lives Matter, in Memphis was sentenced to six years in prison uh, this last week, a couple of days ago, uh, for illegally voting repeatedly uh, while she was on parole for being a felon. And I uh, said, um, so she uh, claimed she didn't know that she couldn't vote when she was a felon and she pled guilty to felonies back in 2015 when Hillary Clinton was a front runner for the presidential race. Uh, that was when uh, Trump beat her. Now 44-year-old Pamela Moses has been found to have illegally voted six times after pleading guilty to felony charges of evidence tampering, forgery, perjury, stalking, and theft under $500. In other words, she got in trouble. She got some felony charges she pled to. And then she went out and just continued to vote, not just in presidential elections, but in elections, all kinds of elections. And um, so they found her guilty. And she said, well, it wasn't really my fault, etc." And the judge said, yes, it was, and gave her six years in prison. Now, this is happening all over the United States. I'll talk more about it when we come back and later in the show. Going to take a break here for about five or six minutes. And we'll be right back. Margaret Sanger was for forced sterilizations even after the Hitler experience. After World War II, people were so shocked by what Hitler did, both in gassing the handicapped and then gassing the Jews, and in hundreds of thousands of forced sterilizations, that eugenics became a bad word. But here we have Margaret Sanger in the 1950s still giving speeches, advocating sterilization, still supporting forced sterilization, and lamenting that eugenics is now a bad word. So not only was uh, Margaret Sanger for forced sterilization, she was still for it after many people ran away from it in the 1950s. Margaret Sanger was the founder of Planned Parenthood. What's often covered up today by Planned Parenthood and uh, their supporters is that she was a raving eugenist and she believed in human breeding and breeding out the unfit. And she most definitely was influenced by sort of the general Darwinian notion of selection and that we were being overwhelmed by the unfit 
and that we needed to stop that. And uh, yes, Margaret Sanger did think she was helping the poor by promoting birth control. But if you actually read her writings, like The Pivot of Civilization and, and other writings, why was she so wrought up about it? It wasn't just because she was being compassionate to the poor, it's because she thought the poor and others were unfit and that we need to stop them from breeding because they were going to overcome basically white elite semi, I, I, say, I would say white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, except many of these people were just nominal Protestants. They were no longer really particularly religious believers. And so she, sort of the Nordic races, and so she was very much a eugenist and believed in breeding better human beings and stopping the lower classes from breeding, uh, not just because she was being compassionate, because she thought they were unfit and inferior. And so we were destroying our society by allowing them to breed, allowing immigrants to breed. We were destroying our society, according to Margaret Sanger. Basically, the lower classes, immigrants, the poor, uh, minorities, and uh, again, anyone who in Darwinian terms would be considered evolutionary part of the lower races or unfit because they don't match a certain sort of predetermined IQ test, even if they're given an IQ test in English when that's not their native language. I mean, those were the sorts of profiles of the people that she would support. But basically, the poor, those she thought were unfit mentally and otherwise. She basically thought those who were, didn't live up to her predetermined standard were like weeds or cancerous growths. And in fact, her writing is just replete with dehumanized language, especially comparing other human beings to weeds that we need to weed out. the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. We're fed up with media, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA, and the FISA Court. We're fed up with mask mandates, vaccine mandates. The CDC, the NIH, the WHO, and the misinformation campaign surrounding COVID-19. And we're fed up with Anthony Fauci. We're fed up with the politicians and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Pelosi. We're fed up with the January 6th Commission and those people who think that they can gaslight us. And we're fed up with Liz Cheney.
facts. As of November 8th, we're taking our country back. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods, you just might need that semi-automatic and all 30 rounds. There have been a lot of rumors about an alleged toxic work environment in the office of Vice President Kamala Harris. Several Harris staff members have resigned, describing it as abusive and saying that people were, quote, treated like we have an exclusive interview with one of Kamala's longtime aides who insists the rumors simply aren't true. Here's the vice president's communications assistant, Ashley Simmons. Ms. Simmons? Hi, thanks for having me. We've heard that the vice president's office is a difficult place to work. What has your experience been like? Look, these rumors are ridiculous. It's a bunch of right-wing media lies spread by haters and trolls. The vice president's office is not only a wonderful place to work, but a rewarding one. In fact, there's no one I'd rather work for than president, I mean, Vice President Harris. So Kamala Harris herself is a good boss because some have alleged that these problems are coming from the top down. Don't be silly. Kamala Harris is the nicest, kindest, sweetest, most generous, loving, pretty, pretty, pretty intelligent. intelligent. Don't forget generous. I said generous already. She's the most wonderful person I've ever met. Ashley, is there someone in the room with you? <laughs> nope. I'm here by myself, speaking entirely of my own free will and have not been coerced or threatened in any way. Uh, because according to interviews with 22 former employees, the workplace was described as tense, harsh, and dour. No, it's a great place to work. Super nice. Not toxic or harsh or whatever. Ow. Kamala's awesome. She's America's sweetheart. But one insider even said she has a short fuse and throws people under the bus. Nope. She has a ow, great fuse and doesn't throw anything. No temper. No temper at all. Kamala is extremely likable and good at her job. Is Kamala there with you now? That sounds like her laughing. No, no, she's not here. She's off fixing the economy or visiting the border or something. Like Kamala always says, it's time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. That's definitely her laugh. Is she angry at you? Is she hurting you? No, no. Kamala Harris is the greatest boss of all time. Are, are you under duress? Blink twice if you're being held against your will. Ms. Simmons, we seem to have lost the video. Uh, when we come back, we'll look at the rising unemployment rate among Kamala Harris's staff.
So, uh, Judge Mark Ward believes that Moses did something wrong and that she actually went so far as to trick the probation department into illegally giving her the right to vote after her various felony convictions uh, from seven years ago. Anyway, I don't want to spend a lot of details on this. The, The most important thing is there are people getting tried and convicted in states all over uh, this country, all over America, and they're going to jail. And uh, yet we have local people, even after if they've even, I don't even know whether the sheriff has seen 2000 mules. Uh, I was just looking at Eric Metaxas uh, podcast today, interviewing uh, Dinesh D'Souza who helped create 2000 mules and Eric uh, uh, Metaxas, who is one of the smarter guys in the United States of America, uh, said everybody ought to go see that, whether you're liberal or uh, conservative, uh, to get an eyeful of what what has happened to our democracy. Um, so, uh, okay. There's also uh, a lot of, it, every time I see this Yuma, Arizona, you know, Yuma, I always think, oh, that's Yuba County. I say Yuma, Yuba. And, uh, but Yuma, Arizona is putting people behind bars as well. And uh, so that's, that's what's going on down there regarding the election. Uh, I'm going to talk more about that, probably write an article about it here coming up. Uh, Olivia Kwan, new, new name to me, but she is a uh, performer, singer in Canada. Uh, died on July 1st at 25 years of age. Of course, uh, uh, undisclosed reasons, undisclosed. Gorgeous, great shape, had the world by the tail, and just wondered whether she took the jab. And I noticed on my Facebook page today, a lady posted, I'm not going to say her name, uh, even though she posted it on Facebook. I'm not going to reveal that. She said, I am so sick of feeling sick. My body and brain feels like it's dying more every day. What did you do to us? And then she has hashtag Pfizer, hashtag biotech, hashtag FDA, and hashtag CDC question mark. How do I go from healthy to feeling like the walking dead and my health is deteriorating more every day? Hashtag vaccine injured, hashtag can we talk about it? So I just wanted to bring that up, that there are th- hundreds of thousands of people that have been damaged by this vaccine. There's... Uh, Zev Zelenko said there will be hundreds of thousands of deaths in the United States alone uh, as the vaccine uh, works its uh, miracle in destroying our lives and destroying our immune system. So uh, I'm going to keep uh, posting here deaths that are unaccounted for and uh, undisclosed of people that are extraordinary deaths, young people. Uh, I think the, uh, the youngest among us had a 99.8% recovery rate, and now everybody's forcing them to have a jab. That is crazy. And as Zev Zelenko said uh, on the May 18th talk, he said, that is a genocide. That's killing our children, sacrificing our children. Uh, why would you ever put a needle in your arm? It's so amazing to me, the same parents who would tell you never do drugs— and why would you put something in your mouth? You don't even know what that is. And we're sticking needle in our arm that, as Zev Zelenko said today, does everything to you except stop you from getting COVID. Now, one of the lies that I was just I've been going through, you know, uh, when I got uh, not arrested, but when I got brought into court, subpoenaed into court and uh, 
the county council of Yuba County wanted to file a restraining order against me. And uh, so uh, they they had uh, had hired people or the people that work for Yuba County had been perusing my podcasts that are recorded and posted. And uh, I don't edit them. I just post them and peruse them and uh, went through podcast after podcast to see anywhere uh, that I made comments about our health officer. And so they thought that I was threatening her life and they they went after me. So now I've been going through um, all of Dr. Lou's YouTube uh, clips, which were almost one a day at one point during COVID and pulling out everything she said that was fallacious. In other words, a lie. Uh, now, she could have been lying. She could have been mentally ill. She could have been uh, just following orders. Uh, or she could have believed all this stuff that she was saying and just is a really bad doctor, right? You can't be, you can't be something else. Either you're a really bad doctor and you believed all this malarkey and told people, like, take the jab, you know, take, take boosters, take the jab, stay inside, do this, do that, right? And kill people and put people in and say things like hydroxychloroquine will cause your heart to stop, will cause your kidneys to fail and will cause your liver to fail. That's what she said about hydroxychloroquine, uh, where Dr. Uh, Zelenko came up with the Zelenko uh, plan uh, or protocol, which included hydroxychloroquine, Z-Packs, zinc, uh, quercetin, all kinds of things that would stop any, I think he only had three deaths of 7,600 COVID patients during the COVID crisis. So either he's wrong, which he isn't, or our, our doctor is mentally ill, a liar, or she just is a really a bad doctor. So, um, let me just jump to this since it's right before me here. Tom Cotton, who is a former a military uh, veteran, uh, or he is a military veteran, ser- served a tour or two of duty, and uh, maybe he did a, a career in, in the uh, in the military, but uh, he's now a senator, Tom Cotton, and he said Biden's Department of Justice, or DOJ, is suing Arizona for requiring proof of citizenship. Now, as, as far as I know, that that's been a part of— the, the codes and the Constitution of the United States that in order to vote here, you have to be a citizen here, right? But Biden's DOJ is suing Arizona for requiring a proof of citizenship to vote. So Cotton says Biden couldn't care less about the crime wave, record overdoses, which on fentanyl, it's over 100,000 last year, dead, or the spike in murders, but a citizenship requirement, oh, that's top priority for the DOJ and Merrick Garland. He said, you can't make this stuff up. So instead of the Department of Justice being involved in what he just mentioned here, uh, they are going down and they're challenging the fact that they're not going to let illegal aliens vote. Isn't that interesting? So uh, I just got off the phone earlier with... Uh, friend that's been trucking for us for many years now an independent trucker we have a lot of truckers in our area here in in, uh, right along 99 here where 99 goes right through Sutter County and so we have a lot of truckers here we have a lot of trucking uh, big big businesses where they have lots of trucks and then we have a lot of independent truckers where they're 
just like a they have a truck and they have themselves and that's all they have they just go get jobs and they just haul 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 well uh, a year ago or so the uh, uh, legislative people in California down in Sacramento just an hour south of us here passed AB5 which some people called the gig bill assembly bill 5 the gig bill and a gig is kind of something say if you were you worked in a restaurant maybe you had a little gig on the side doing uh, catering or maybe you uh, did a little if you worked for a big concrete pouring company you had you did maybe patios or did special things on the side that's called a gig right it's a little private business you had so uh, the California didn't think they were sucking enough taxes out of people so what they did is the legislature uh, said, we, we're not going to wait for people to file their own tax returns. We want their taxes taken out uh, as an employee working for a business. So we're not going to allow people to have their own owner-operator businesses anymore, like being the owner-operator of a plumbing business, just a one-horse outfit or a painter or a caterer or whatever, whatever. You can't just have your own business. And so... Uh, so they've they voted that that you can't just own a truck. You got to take your truck and see if you can work for someone else, so you get a payroll check, where they can get the taxes out as you go along. Just a total scam. So what that's caused is uh, some people are calling this week truck apocalypse, like apocalypse, but they're calling it truck apocalypse. And the reason they're calling that is there's an estimated seventy thousand owner operator truck truckers in california who have seven days to cease uh their long-standing work as independent business people uh this is going to impact uh, take the impact will be taking tens of thousands of truck drivers off the road uh and will have huge repercussions on getting the fragile supply chain healthy again it's going to increase costs and it's going to worsen runaway inflation so the new law um, passed solely by Democrats, essentially outlaws independent contractors of all types. Even They even uh, shut down Uber and Lyft, uh, even though they may have got some uh, conciliatory agreements with that group. But they wanted to outlaw all independent contractors from operating transport trucks in the state of California when it goes into effect later this week, now. Uh, the sad thing is that the Supreme Court had an opportunity to look at this and decided not to. So the shutdown will happen. And some truckers will comply and some truckers will keep on trucking until somebody holds a gun to them or takes away their truck or puts a lien on them or charges them a bunch of fines. So uh, as, I, as I said, there's some trucking companies that have lots of employees and lots of trucks and trailers, and that's, that's not being affected. What's being affected is just a guy that says, you know something, I'm tired of working for so-and-so or pounding nails, or, and, I know, and I know some of these people. I'm going to go truck. Like one guy worked for the union, op, the uh, a laborers union, and he said, you know, I think I'm going to truck, truck drive, and he's driving truck now. So anyway, uh, they've outlawed independent truckers, and the new law goes into effect now. And so this is going to have an, another uh, spike in, in everything that's trucked because there, there's not going to be enough truckers to go around. 
So uh, Matt Schropp, he's the CEO of Harbor Trucking Association, which represents drage companies, issued a statement, said it is extremely unfortunate that this court, meaning the Supreme Court, couldn't see through their own political agenda to identify the obvious preemption that exists under this law. Uh, this ruling will have far-reaching impacts that will upend the industry as we know it. Tens of thousands of truck drivers will be driven out of established business relationships within a week. No doubt this will further stress the supply chain. Uh, so everything we get is pretty much trucked. Some comes on rail, but already Union Pacific Railroad is slashing the number of rail cars. You know, this this is not a coincidence, people. And so... Uh, Industries like fertilizer industries. Farmers can't farm without fertilizer. And so if you can't get your fertilizer or it's, or it's skyrocketed high or you can't get your diesel, uh, you're going to be out of business if you're trying to make uh, grow food. Uh, also, America's logistics infrastructure is crumbling, according to this guy that wrote this uh, email. Uh, he says, <clears throat> Diesel engine oil additives are in short supply and expected to run out in about seven weeks. A huge question looms over America. How will food, coal, spare parts, and consumer goods get delivered anywhere in the United States? If the truckers are blocked from California highways and diesel engine oil is running out and railroads are slashing relic cars and diesel fuel itself is running out in some areas, the scenario for the second half of 2022 does not look rosy. Something to think about. Um, okay. Other thing uh, with the new abortion ruling. Uh, President Biden has, uh, with his workers at the White House, is now planning to ship, since Texas is saying you can't have an abortion here, he's paying to ship illegal alien children. You heard it right. Illegal, not not our own people. Illegal alien children, children, out of Texas to dismember their preborn babies. In other words, you have pregnant young people, and he's going to pay to move them to another state, and uh, by flying or driving them uh, to have their abortions. Just un unbelievable what what's going on, what's going on in our country. So. Uh, all right, I want to mention a couple other people that are uh, helping us here stay in on the air, on the Internet. And uh, I ran into Will Fanning, who runs uh, All Power Services. And it's he does just what I say. He does anything that has power connected to it, whether it's your car, your weed eater, your chainsaw, uh, your off-road vehicle your jet ski, whatever it is, whatever motor it is, he'll fix it. So you bring your broken things to him or things that are sputtering and not doing well, either work on your motorcycle, your big rig. If you've got a tractor and big belly dump, he'll fix that. So you can go to All Power Services and at 1469 Stewart Road, Yuba City, very easy to get to right off Highway 99. Uh, not a lot of traffic there, just straight shot down Stewart Road. Uh, you can dial him up at 530-844-0347, 530-844-0347. He was a startup business here not too long ago, and now they've hired, um, they're up to three. He and Josh James and, uh, and their first hire, uh, 
beyond them, they have three full-time mechanics working on all kinds of stuff coming through those doors. If you like email, you can email them at allpower1469 at gmail.com. Listen, they don't collect broken stuff. They fix it and turn it back to you. So he's also interested in doing fleet vehicles. If you've got a few vehicles that um, pick up trucks or vans or big rigs that you want to keep going and bring them in every so often, and they'll go through them. They'll go through them for you and fix everything. They also do uh, their custom welders. They have all the, all the degrees, all the certificates. So if you want something unique made for the back of your utility rig or you want something made for around the house or, or repair your uh, vehicles that uh, broke apart somehow, they can, they can fix it for you. Also, Allen's, Allen's Auto Body, those are the guys that worked on my uh, Honda Element, and they are at the corner of Tea Garden and Sutter at the Canary Yellow Building. And I just saw Kevin and Carrie. They were at a, a 4th of July celebration. I crossed paths at the same spot and gave him a shout out. He was checking out my car. He said, it does look not brand new. So Allen's Auto Body, 530-671-1057. They do all kinds of work, certainly insurance work. But if you just want to want a trick out, he's got a tricked out El Camino. About, a, I don't know, it's late 60s El Camino, Canary Yellow. It's unbelievable. Uh, they'll they'll help you trick out your car, so give them a shout six seven one one zero five seven. Okay, let's go back down here and uh, these Black Lives Matters people. You know, everybody kind of bought into them, kind of catered to them around here. Of course, the law enforcement were trying to just were trying to just keep it peaceful, and they did a little, few little marches around here down in Sacramento. They just let them bust up places, burn places. They went out and took all the money that people gave them. Oh, we're going to like fix fix the the uh, the stain, the stench of slavery. We're going to give a hundred dollars here, twenty five dollars here, five dollars here. They took all that money and bought multi million dollar houses for each other. <laughs> it's unbelievable how they just scammed everybody. Wasn't anything about making blacks matter or taking care of people. So uh, that's that's. Uh, uh, unbelievable what's going on in our country. So uh, you may have been watching. Um, I would say that Europe has been moving faster ahead of us in terms of uh, trying to disconnect itself from what incorrectly is called fossil fuels. Fossil fuels gives you the feeling that somewhere along the line fossils created fuel that's just a misnomer because fossils they tell me i haven't been down there only go go down about i don't know 10 to 16 10 to 15,000 feet they they haven't found fossils any deeper than that and so but oil's way deeper than that in some areas so how did how did fossils create oil that's way beneath them, beneath the fossils down in the uh, the earth? So, uh, so this pitch, which has been a fraud from the very beginning, uh, that somehow there's green energy that is produced by uh, not that's that's all going to come. It's going to be clean energy, completely clean, and uh, it's going to replace fossil fuels. It is not. It's not even going to come close. It's not even ever going to do that in my lifetime or maybe yours. It's a lie. And what it's going to do is break this country. And the the European Union Parliament just declared fossil fuel to be green. 
and I'm going to tell you about it when I come back. Well, you wake up in the morning, you hear the work bell ring, and I march you to the table, you see the same old thing. You can be in the middle of a hurricane, or you can be on a calm day, north is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm, north is still north. People can yell at you, north is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. I just got done traveling to some blue cities and I still see a lot of people in masks. And I have a couple questions for you guys. Are you still wearing the masks around your friends and family? You know, like when you go over to their houses or you guys all hang out together or are you just wearing the masks when you're out in public? And, and what's the purpose of the mask? Like, are you doing it to protect others or to protect yourself? Because if you're doing it to protect others and then you take it off when you're around your friends and family, why would you put the people you love the most at risk? And if you're doing it to protect yourself, you still believe that the mask protects you even after all of the research that came out that it doesn't? Or is it just like a virtue signaling call symbol to all the other people in masks? Maybe you're looking for friends? I really wanna know, why are you guys still in masks? I am an illegal gun owner, what some would call a deranged murderous criminal, and yeah, I'm concerned about how these new laws are going to affect both my illegal gun ownership and my ability to brutally murder anyone that crosses me. Democrats, who I usually vote for because I want to get out of parole easy, are proposing a whole slew of gun control laws, which means in order to, to get my guns, I have to start breaking laws. I mean, even more than the laws that I already broke, because I'm a murderer. The background check thing sounds really concerning. I would definitely fail since I'm a well-known psychopath. <laughs> I mean, you take one look into my background, you'll find that I killed Mikey and Little T, and I killed the old man Humphreys while he was walking home from work. I killed the uh, cashier at the Circle K, and I killed uh, What's-Her-Face. Mm. Plus, there's the people I've injured, and the list of people I still want to murder. It's a long list, so no way I'm getting a gun. The background check turns up all of that. The only silver lining is this. I've never actually purchased a gun through a gun dealer. I just steal all of my murder weapons. In fact, sometimes I steal them from the people I murder. And so far, no one has proposed a background check on theft, so I think I'm good. But they also want to limit high-capacity magazines. So, 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 let's just say, hypothetically, I got to drive by a crack house on 12th Street and shoot it up a little bit, you know, to send them a message. But now, I got to reload after every 10 shots. You see what irritating and annoying that would be? To be honest, I might just keep using a high-capacity magazine in spite of the law, because... I'm not just out there trying to commit murder. I'm trying to commit multiple counts of murder. That's the difference between being good and being great. Honestly, I haven't been this concerned about the new law since they put those gun-free zone signs up around schools, because here's the thing. Sometimes the people I want to kill are near schools. It 
seems like these politicians don't even consider the adverse effect their policies will have on people's lives. Or on my ability to end their lives. The only policy that sounds kinda cool is the buyback program. If they offer a lot of money for AR-15s, that could be pretty worthwhile. I'll sell them the ones I got. Then use the money to buy more guns illegally on black market. Then I'll go right on murdering. Look, in the end, while I'm still a little frustrated that these gun laws will be a minor inconvenience for murderous psychopaths like myself, I am grateful that they ultimately won't do anything to stop me from killing. And hopefully, if there are a few less good guys with guns out there, that could even make my job easier. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom is under attack in your state. Dictator Ron DeSantis incredibly lets you walk around without masks. That tyrant allows your kids to go to school during the pandemic, year two or four, or who the hell knows. I urge you living in Florida to join the fight. Or join us in California, where we'll take the money you earn and give it to people who don't work. Visit San Francisco, where you can walk through human feces. If you're lucky, you might step on a syringe. Check out Los Angeles, where gas is so expensive, your kids only need to skip a meal or two or ten to afford it. California, where freedom means lockdowns for you, while I go to the places you can't afford. Don't let them take your freedom. Come to California, where we'll take it, along with your money. It's my All right, so how, how could the, the how could we declare fossil fuel? Most people think of fossil fuel as oil. It also includes natural gas, right? Not gasoline that's made from oil, but natural gas. We use that to heat our homes and also produce electricity. Coal would be a fossil fuel, right? So they now are they, because you know what's happening, and you know it's interesting. Have you ever seen these clips where? Trump says, do you miss me now? Or uh, I told you so, right? I told you that point where he kept saying, they're coming after you. They're not really coming after me. I'm just standing in the way, so I'm getting getting attacked. But they're really coming after you, and it's exactly what they're doing. So when they, they come up with these uh, uh, Agenda 2021 and Agenda 2030, they are telling you straight up that they're going to reduce the population of the world down to about a half a billion people. And right now we're pushing 8 billion. And uh, so uh, there's all these lies that there's uh, there's too many people. There aren't too many people. We ha- we got it handled. In fact, the uh, United Nations has been saying we have a huge population problem. We're going to get up to 10 or 11 billion. We are not. Population is already shrinking. In in uh, the 1969-70, Paul and Ann Ehrlich, I think Paul got all the credit for it, Ann's a wife, he was uh, either at UC Berkeley or Stanford, wrote an art uh, and a very popular book then called The Population Bomb. 
And basically, it was a population, he was describing it as growing so fast, it was like dropping a bomb on humanity. And he said, it's really too late to do anything about it. It's going to save some of these things. He said there was going to be mass famines here, mass famines there. There wasn't going to be enough food. Everything in the book was fallacious. He just, he didn't, he didn't write it to be wrong. He wrote it because he he thought he was right, but he was 100% wrong. He wasn't 50% wrong. He wasn't 25% wrong. He wasn't 70% wrong. He was 100% wrong. Paul Ehrlich. You can get the book and read it if you like. And uh, But it was entirely a, 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 you know, as someone said, you couldn't hit the side of a barn, my friend, right, with the gun. Couldn't hit the side of a barn. That means you're a real bad shot. So he was a real bad shot in his uh, if he was trying to be a prophet or a psychic or a uh, prognosticator, right? So everything he said was wrong. Uh, we, populations did not get out of hand, but what did happen is that farmers became more and more skilled at using uh, less water, less fertilizer, and producing more and more on land and to feed the world. And uh, so I don't want to get sidetracked on Paul Ehrlich, but the same stuff has been going on with this climate change and this pitch said, we got a population problem. We got a population problem. And the first time I flew over India and flew over Africa and flew over some of the, and Africa, India and China uh, and, or trained across them, you see mile after mile, hour after hour, after hour of nobody, you just driving, you're just going across property where there's farming and there's timber and there's all kinds of things coal mines and all kinds of stuff and you don't see people stacked upon people stacked upon people that happens in the big cities but not here so the pitch is what happened is europe went out put up a bunch of windmills uh put up a bunch of solar shut down their uh uh nuclear plants shut down all the other fossil fuel types things and and now uh you remember uh President Trump said, do not uh, sign an agreement where you're going to rely solely on Russia. Remember, he told Merkel that. And uh, she went right ahead and did it because she thinks she's smart. And uh, so now Trump or now Putin is cutting off their natural gas. And they're panicking because they're not going to winter's coming. And you can't change things around quickly, and they are not going to have enough fuel to operate in Europe, and that's going to affect every single thing, how people eat, how people transport, how people warm themselves, and they are freaking out. So the European Parliament on Wednesday backed EU rules, that means the European Union rules, labeling investments in gas and nuclear power plants as climate-friendly. Now, already... Uh, our governor, Governor Newsom, uh, which who told uh, they've already closed down San Onofre uh, nuclear power plant in Southern California near the Mexican border, not too far. Uh, they shut that totally down. And then they had Mount Diablo uh, nuclear power plant in the north state right on the coast at San Luis Obispo. But I just heard the other day, read that the governor is now backing off that and going to keep that going and and raise money to try to keep that going, that entire plant. What's happening is these guys are finally, instead of like using their brains, they are saying, this is what we're going to do. 
and we're just going to let the crap hit the fan. And the crap is starting to hit the fan. And uh, so now Europe, see, I, I read last week all the different coal, uh, coal plants that are going in. I think I said 345 internationally. Most of them are in China, but they're all over the communist country. All the communist countries are putting in coal plants. They're not paying any attention to climate change because they need power. You cannot run a country without power. And uh, so uh, Mike uh, with the Nature News, Nature News is saying that the fraudulent junk science narrative of climate change has caused Western nations, including the USA, to dismantle much of their fossil fuel infrastructure over the last 20 years. Suddenly, European nations are panicked and are trying to rebuild their energy infrastructure. But since they're officially blocked, they've officially blocked most funding for non-green energy projects. The only way to get funds to rebuild fossil fuel infrastructure is to declare fossil fuels to be green. They are green. So that's exactly what's going on, and we'll see if that happens in the United States. We are going to have brownouts this summer, and they're claiming that they can uh, they can add on all these electric cars and do fine. Now, a third of the car outlets, the electrical outlets, which is you can't use a regular 110 outlet for a car, that uh, plug-in electric car. You need special outlets. So they have these special uh, terminals around San Francisco. They say a third of those terminals are broken. They are, somebody is not doing their job and keeping them up. I just saw a YouTube clip interviewing a guy at, at some city in Utah, and it was kind of the halfway point between two large cities in Utah, Utah and he said, hey, if you're driving an electric car, you got to get you got to get filled up here. Well, the owner of the old-timer that had this uh, electric, he had gas, but he also had all these electric hookups. He was putting sacks over the top of the, the electric hookups because that he claimed Tesla was not paying them for these outlets. And he said, I'm not giving out electricity unless I get paid for it. So there's big t- problems in the electric uh, deal. There's no way that California can convert to electricity in cars when they can't keep their houses running and they can't keep their their corporations running with electricity there's no way they can add cars and uh, california uh is under under california is just it's it's loaded with oil natural gas geothermal it's got great rivers in the north state uh to create hydropower and there's no reason why we have to just as they say, fish or cut bait. In other words, cut bait being cutting off all the fossil fuels. So they've stopped oil, a lot of the oil pumping, uh, certainly a lot of the oil investigating or research. Uh, and so we're in trouble in California. And they're in, But in Europe, they're going to be in trouble quicker than we are. But it's going to happen in the United States uh, because on the East Coast, uh, out here, we're going to have Pacific Gas and Electric. In California, Pacific Gas and Electric, or what we call PG&E, covers most of the state. And then I think in the very south, it's Southern Edison. PG&E rates are are some of the highest in the United States, sometimes 50% higher per kilowatt, et cetera, et cetera, therms and kilowatts. So um, PG&E is set to go way up, and it's going to go way up because not because – 
They're trying to screw everybody. They are being forced, even though they're a private company, they're, they're stockholder-owned, they are being controlled by the government of California telling them that they cannot, they cannot use electricity that is created by fossil fuel. It's crazy. It is totally crazy what we're doing to PG&E. PG&E used to be a model company. Actually, Cal Water Service used to be a model company, and they have the, the water for Mar- Marysville, but they have chosen to rape Marysville financially. And it used to be Marysville used to be wonderful trees and landscaping. Each yard was green. And today, hardly any landscaping is surviving, brown everywhere, because no one can afford the uh, egregious profits that Cal Water is uh, taking. So um, that's what's going on. Uh, I was thrilled to see. Have you seen Herschel Walker, uh, His any of his ads? He's a former uh, National Football League <clears throat> halfback, and uh, he's a Hall of Famer. And so I've been so happy he won the uh, Republican primary in Georgia. And I believe he's running, well, he's running, I can't remember the name of the senator offhand, um, but he is running uh, as a Republican candidate. But another guy that uh, also had NFL experience, but not as well known as Herschel Walker, is a guy named Jerome, not Jerome with an M, but Jerome, J-E-R-O-N-E, Davison. Uh, and he's also running. He's running in Arizona, and I think he's more of a long shot than Herschel was because he doesn't have the name recognition. But Jerome Davison uh, is a former Arizona State University student-athlete and an NFL player who travels the country sharing inspiration, passion, and faith. In other words, he's a Christian guy. And uh, so he's he's got a little name for himself going. He actually attended uh, Northern California, uh, college up here, Solano community college. A lot of us up here where we are, uh, know that, uh, college it's down in the Bay area, Solano. Uh, so, uh, he dropped out of high school. Uh, he, he lived in a family is poor in the deep South in a small town, Picayune, Mississippi, and uh, family fell on tough times, but he dropped out of high school. Sometime later, he was able to enroll at Solano Community College in Northern California, in which he broke school rushing records as a player on the on the football team. Uh, he became an inductee into the schools. That means Solano College, their Hall of Fame, right? So uh, anyway, he got a full-ride scholarship to Arizona State for football, was selected by the Los Angeles Rams. And so now he's a preacher type guy and he talks to youth, retells a story example of how the American dream can be achieved. He said, you and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We will preserve for our children. This the last best hope for man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. So, um, I played a clip. Uh, it's actually an ad talking about why he needed an AR 15 against the Ku Klux Klan. And I have a clip on the, the show today, and you'll. But that when you hear it, it doesn't say who it is. I don't think it says, but it is Jerome, Dave, Jerome Davison. Okay, so uh, all right. Let's see. I also want to mention that uh, not only are we. Uh, let's see. What was I saying up here earlier? Uh 
just checking something here. So we have um, the state of California, you know, is a sanctuary state. And so that means illegal people in the United States came in here illegally or they overstayed their visa or they did a crime and their visa was removed. Whatever happened, uh, Gavin Newsom has declared California a state that we cannot do anything about it. We're just not going to do anything about it. And he's told the law enforcement, all law enforcement that he has control over, uh, which includes local police departments, sheriff's departments, unless they want to act autonomously from Gavin, that they he does not want them to work with ICE or the immigration people that are federal law enforcement. So uh, what else? Uh, now, now the next step is that uh, I mentioned, well, two things I, I don't know what I mentioned before, and I mentioned them now. We're the first state in the U.S. now to give food stamps, which is the EBT cards, to illegal aliens. So in other words, you can, you can break into the United States. You can show up in California. You can get free education, like out here at Yuba College. You can sign up for Yuba College, and they will treat you as a citizen. And throughout California, I believe it's the same. So you can get uh, – so it looks like there's going to be about 75,000 illegals that are expected to enroll every year and collect about $35 million. That's your and my taxpayer money, $35 million to feed them. Uh Amazing. 75,000. Those are that will be eligible, they think. Now, there's also uh, this. This comes also after he has said he will ensure that California is the first state in the nation to provide taxpayer funded health insurance to all of its three point three million illegal aliens. So not all people are eligible for what they call food stamps. That's an old term, but they're using it in this article. So there's 3.3 million illegal aliens in California, they estimate, that need taxpayer-funded health insurance. So we're covering, they, we don't prosecute them. They're sanctuary. It's a sanctuary for them. 3.3 million illegal aliens will get health insurance, which is very expensive, and 75,000 illegals will get about $35 million in food stamps each year. So, um, all right. It says here also, they're going to give to illegal aliens 55 and older. That's where the first food stamps are going to go to. Older illegal aliens. So, uh, they call it CalFresh here or SNAP. And uh, they they actually don't have give food stamps like paper that you get a credit card that they just keep loading more money on. Um, so offering taxpayer funded health insurance to the entire illegal alien population, the largest in the nation, is expected to cost California taxpayers about two point four billion. So that's uh, thirty five million for food, two point four billion for health. And it's starting in 2024. Is that unbelievable or what? So, um, okay. I wanted to mention uh, uh, the plumbing doctor, my friend Ted Holmes, who's been helping me incredibly at the East Street Project. We're trying to 
get a, a sevenplex together over there. It's a hundred-year-old building. We're redoing it inside and out, including pulling all the windows out, roof, painting, everything, new floors. And he's been running that project, donating his time. But he, and his, when he works for pay, he works at the plumbing doctor. And uh, they're a group of plumbers that work the Yuba Sutter area, Yuba Sutter counties, and they uh, they'll respond 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you need them to do it that way. And you can reach them at 530-671-9111. They have dispatchers that are waiting for your call to take the pressure off you and put it right on the back of one of those plumbing doctor experts. 530-671-9111. That's uh, Ted Holmes and the plumbing doctor. So uh, give him a shout, and he will he will help you do a great job and get get I, I, I don't know anything worse than having plumbing problems. And it uh, costs a lot of money because if you're blowing out water in, in our area, it's very expensive. In Marysville, oh, my goodness, if you got a leak in Marysville, wow, it's like $100 a day probably. Boom, crazy the prices here. So uh, so there's that. Also, uh, North Valley Paralegal, Nellie Garcia, she's just down the street from uh, Allen's Auto Body, 751 Sutter Street instead of Sutter at Tea Garden. <clears throat> she's just down from the <clears throat> Canary Building, Canary Yellow Building, and you can reach her at 530-751-9289. She runs North Valley Paralegal, and right on the windows, if you want to drive by there when she's not working, uh, you can see all the different services, legal services they provide, and they'll do it faster, cheaper, kinder, and a happier environment than the average attorney. So give them a call at 530-751-9289. North Valley Paralegal, and I have some of you call me during the week. Hell, what's I need Nellie's number. <laughs> it's like on the phone surface. Unbelievable. Anyway, happy to help everybody and uh, want you to get to the right spots. Uh, okay, let me, uh, we're going to take a break here. We're halfway through the show in about 12 seconds, so enjoy the clips. I think we have some great clips this week, and I always try to get some entertaining and some educational clips for you. Be right back. China has recently invited Indonesia, Malaysia, Iran, Egypt, and several other countries to join BRICS, a growing world alliance led by Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. While some are reporting that BRICS is somehow challenging the globalists, this is demonstrably false. The original concept for BRICS was proposed by the chief economist for Goldman Sachs. BRICS's new development bank is staffed by known players of the IMF and World Bank. And BRICS has repeatedly affirmed their commitment to the United Nations Agenda 2030. Aside from Brazil's President Bolsonaro, all of BRICS nation states have pushed the COVID-19 lockdowns and experimental shots. And China recently announced five more years of their brutal zero COVID lockdowns. 
BRICS is also pushing a digital currency and has launched a vaccine research and development center for member states. BRICS is clearly not anti-globalist. Even the CCP's state-run media explains how BRICS now leads the globalization mission. But they are all turning against the United States and its allies. Xi Jinping accused the U.S. of weaponizing the financial system with their sanctions against Russia, which has caused the average person to suffer worldwide. And Vladimir Putin suggested that BRICS could provide a new world reserve currency. At the recent St. Petersburg International Economic Forum, Putin blamed the West for disrupting the international economy and announced that NATO's unipolar world order is over. In just three months, Russia has managed to reverse inflation and has increased their financial surplus to more than four times it was last year. Russia is now thriving, and Putin announced that their international priority is to increase food deliveries to countries that need it the most. They are pouring billions into their farming communities, raised the minimum wage by 10%, and provided more money to pensioners and families with children. He also criticized the West for choosing an economic suicidal path and having suicidal intentions, which seems to be the only explanation for what the Biden administration is doing. They have deliberately cut off our fuel, which will cut off our food, and they are pushing the deadly shots for every single healthy child in America. They have opened our borders and are pushing for a world war with a thriving nuclear power while destroying our military from within. The Biden administration's plan is clear, destroy America from within. And they have amassed an army of the miserable through mass psychosis, an army of ugly, insane, sexually obsessed deviants who want abortion on demand and acceptance for pedophiles. Psychotics who castrate their own children because it's trendy and mindless drones who believe the human race needs to die. At what point will Americans begin to care enough to work together and do something when the nuclear bombs start falling? America is being mass murdered by our own federal government and the emerging new globalized economy will let it happen. Unless Americans take back control of their own government, America will soon end. That's the plan being executed right now. For InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. I'm seeing a lot of racism from you anti-racist leftists about Clarence Thomas. And I'm also seeing a lot of silence from those of you that are letting it happen. I thought silence was violence. Uncle Clarence was trending on Twitter? Some of you were calling him the N-word, hard R posting that publicly on social media. Let me ask you this. When was the last time the right was calling a black leftist the N-word publicly on social media collectively? All of you that are being silent are part of it too. The amount of racism on the left is crazy. President Biden wants to cancel hundreds of billions of dollars in student debt. Okay. But the poorer two-thirds of American kids who don't get a college degree are going to say, 
Why should the people who didn't go to college and make less money subsidize the people who did go and make more? You want me to chip in so some liberal arts college can build a bigger rock wall? <laughs> Have you come here for forgiveness? Have you come to raise the dead? Have you come here to play Jesus to the lepers in your head? All right, back here. <clears throat> Earlier I mentioned that <clears throat> there's this lie going around that that uh, population is out of control and we can't feed everybody and we can't take care of everybody and we're crushing the earth and we're ruining the earth. And uh, that is uh, all a lie. And uh, you just have to get to the truth. You know, when you, you keep hearing these scenarios and this propaganda, pretty soon you just buy into it and you just em embrace it, right? It becomes a part of you. And it's, it's a complete lie, and there's a lot of facts out there. It isn't just one person against another, but there's a lot of facts. So let me give you some examples. Uh, when I started going to China uh, and in the early 90s, when China opened up its borders uh, in the 80s, and then I started going in the 90s, there was a one-child policy. So you could have one child, and the second child you'd have to abort or, or people got sterilized or vasectomy or something, something. Or if you ended up with a second child for some reason and uh, they couldn't kill it fast enough, they would penalize you. You would pay an extra tax every year for that child. So life goes on. And so many uh, so Chinese are smart because they knew that in their culture that the elderly people, when mom and dad get really tired and they can't work anymore, it's the sons that take them in and take care of mom and dad. They don't have rest homes and care homes. So. So the the Chinese got smart and they said, if I can only have one kid, I'm just going to have a boy because I got to have we got to that's their insurance policy, the boy. So what happened is instead of like having uh, on the average, I don't know what it's a hundred and if, if everybody just didn't do anything, but just had babies and didn't plan, didn't didn't genetically kill off females, you'd have like one hundred and six boys to one hundred females or something like that. So you have always a few more boys born than females because you lose the boys, uh, wars and industrial accidents, stuff. So anyway, what happened is they had an overabundance of boys in China because they gender selected their killing of their babies. And they had just one, they had one child and they wanted to have a male. So what happened is after a few decades of that, they ended up with men that couldn't find a woman to marry. There just wasn't enough ladies in China. So they had to begin to steal them. So you hear of human trafficking uh, or they'd go into other countries and pay them to come over and marry, say, Chinese farmers that could not get a child. They, they could not get a wife. So that's happened. And um, so but the Chinese then realize they're very smart. They realize that the one child policy, which was started because they couldn't feed their people. Why couldn't they feed their people? Because they had too many. No, because they didn't use proper agricultural techniques and they they use communal farms and nobody's going to produce in a communal farm like they would if they had their own 10 acres people always do more and do better on their own and they have more incentive to serve their self but they then they share the the plenty 
So it wasn't until the Chinese changed to a quasi-capitalist capitalist system and let people farm their own plots that they, they were able to generate enough food uh, to not only take care of their own but to sell. So, uh, so they, But they still kept the same one-child policy that they created when they uh, were short of food. So what they realized then is they were genetically screwing up their entire people group. And so now they turned around and they've begged people to have babies. In fact, they will actually pay you to, instead of penalizing you to have an extra baby or trying to kill your baby or sterilize you, they're actually trying to get you to have a baby or two extra than one baby. Uh, And a lot of the women just... uh, They've convinced them to to live a different lifestyle, and they don't want to do it. So China is having that problem. The other one, the other country, they have a huge problem. When the breakup of the Soviet Union happened, there were so many people having abortions. In fact, more people per capita were having abortions there than anywhere in the world. Uh, and I used to know the numbers, like the average Russian woman have six or seven abortions, right? So what was happening there is the same thing. They weren't reproducing enough people to run the infrastructure of the country. You need enough people to run and take care of business in your country. If you run out of people, uh, the country will go wild. Again, certain parts of the country will be rewilded. And, uh, and that's happened in some downtown areas of, uh, of uh, urban ghettos like Detroit, where miles of subdivisions have all fallen into disrepair. And you could probably get a, get a place for a couple hundred dollars down there. Uh, because people have fled the city and there's not enough people to take care of the city. So what's happened is, is uh, uh, there's a great article. In fact, if you want to look this up and read it for yourself, it's in the uh, June 8th to June 14th Northwest edition of the Epoch Times, June 8th through 14, 2022. And the article is on the front page, Demographers Warm warn of impending population collapse. Now, that does not fit with Agenda 230 or Agenda 21. The reason is, is the people behind these agendas, they don't care how many people are coming along or how many people are around now. They're going to eliminate all but 500 million of them. That's what's happening with COVID right now. If you don't understand that, uh, it's possible to understand it, but you've got to You've got to actually want to understand it and go look for the information. It's very easy to find. You can look at Zev Zelenko's uh, clip that I just told you about earlier. and uh, Or you could just go read 2030, Agenda 2030. Pull it down off the, uh, off the Internet or 2021. But 2030 will be more up to date, and it'll, it should scare the bejeebers out of you. This isn't some wacko group. They are wacko, but this is the United Nations people. So uh, demographers warn of impending population collapse, and the subtitle is Fertility Data Contradicts U.N. Forecasts of Overpopulation and Environmental Devastation. Do you think U.N. forecasts, you think those people aren't smart? Let me tell you how they're smart. They're, just, they're, they're criminals, and they're, they're wanting to scare you. Why do I think they want to scare you? Because they're going to want you to go along with that, and they're going to want you to repeat what they said, like, there's not going to be enough food to eat. Somebody's got to die. Somebody's got we got we need to sterilize these black kids in Africa. We need to sterilize the brown kids 
in India and to eliminate these children coming. And it's just, that's exactly wrong. You don't need that. The reason they're saying that is they don't want even seven billion or eight billion or nine billion or six billion or five billion, four billion. They want a half a billion. That's all they want on the entire earth. I'm telling you, that's why COVID, like Zev Zelenko said, the only thing COVID doesn't do, the shot, is stop COVID. It does everything else. It causes cancer. It causes uh, miscarriage in the first trimester. It it reduces the uh, fertility in men. I'm telling you, it it is genocide. It kills children. It's killing children. It's causing people to get cancer and die very quickly. So. It isn't like, oh, wow, wow, how can, how can the U.N. forecast be so wrong? They, they're intentionally wrong, people. These guys are smart. They're just portraying a scenario just like Paul Ehrlich and Ann Ehrlich did back in 1970 to get people to do population control. Do you know that the Ehrlichs actually suggested putting sterilants in the water, in the water systems of your city, to stop you from being able to have a baby. These people are nuts, so folks. I'm telling you, they may look normal on television. They are not, or on YouTube. So uh, in some places, it says, including Japan, Russia, South Korea, mo- most countries in Europe, that population collapse has already begun. China isn't far behind. Uh, I told you the other day that Japan has now created a business where people will go pick up the dead bodies or watch over people that don't have anybody else to watch over them so they don't just rot in their own homes. There's so many single elderly Japanese with no family around them anymore. Let me go over to This is a wonderful article. It's a large, long article, uh, and it's it's great. Uh, it's great, and and it will tell you Uh, Like, for instance, in 1960, the average woman worldwide had 5.2 children. Now, that isn't true for the U.S., but worldwide. Today, that number has fallen to 2.4 children, 2.4 children per woman in the world, down from 5.2. That is not population explosion, people. And it's expected to decline by 2.2 by 2050. That's barely enough to replace the proper number across the globe. In 2100, by 2100, The Lancet, which is a medical publication, highly respected, predicts global fertility will be at 1.66, taking into account current trends of urbanization, women's education, workforce participation, and access to birth control. That's not going to replace the population, folks. That means you're going to start off. We have, like, I don't know whether you notice this, know this, but there's sixty some thousand people each month leaving Hong Kong right now because of communism. There's, I, I bet there's, I, I don't know what the this year's 2022 is going to be for California. I bet that there's a quarter of a million people leave California in 2022, and I may be undershooting it. Um. Going from a birth rate of five to a birth rate below two, writes Stanford University economics uh, 
Professor Charles Jones, is the difference between exponential growth in both population and living standards and an empty planet, an empty planet in which incomes stagnate and the population vanishes. Listen, if you think we have economic problems now, wait till you don't have enough population. We need population. Population is a good thing. Kids are a good thing. You know, it's interesting. If you just followed what the Bible says, that children are a blessing of the Lord. And he doesn't say have one and a half, two and a half, three and a half. You don't think God would know that? He just said, uh, he just talked about multiplying and inhabit the earth. And that's what we should be doing. Uh, in 2020, the U.S. fertility rate was 1.6, the lowest rate in our history. Did you hear me? It's the lowest rate in the history of America and a sharp decline from 3.7 in, in uh, 1960. You remember 1960? Were you alive then? You remember the families you knew? You, yeah, that's three or four kids. I had three or four kids. Uh, our family had three. We had a blended family, but we had three. Uh, but now it's at 1.6. We cannot replace our population like that. There's no way. So this is a lie. And but the the uh, the global reset or the global reset book that Klaus Schwab wrote and all these other books are prophesying and promoting. And what are they using? They're using fear. What do they use with covid? They used fear. What did they tell you? Everybody's going to die. Put a mask on. Most people I know have never worn a mask in their whole life. Put a mask on, a paper mask. Why do you want me to put a stay in your house? Wash your hands incessantly. Stand on an X six feet from the other person. Don't go to visit your granny. Don't go to visit. Uh, Dr. Lou was saying the other day on YouTube, don't go visit two or three people. Just go visit one person. Creating fear. That created incredible fear. Telling kids that they're going to die. There's going to be millions of people die. No kid has ever seen the entire school system completely shut down in my lifetime. No kid. This this generation of young people is the first generation that had the hell scared out of them. Made them little kids wear masks all day. How barbaric and wrong. We have Adventist Hospital that claims that they are the scientists and the medical uh, brilliant people in our town. You cannot go in the hospital without putting on a mask. Non-negotiable. Number two, you either have to have a clean PCR test or the jab. All those things are superstitious. The jab will kill you. The jab will make you sick. There's no question about that. You're just listening to propaganda, just leftover propaganda. The facts are coming out every single day. The jab will make you sick, will kill you, will kill your baby. If you're planning on getting pregnant, you don't want the jab on board. And uh, that is fear. Kids hear their parents talking. Kids re hear the news. Kids can go on YouTube. Kids are seeing all this nonsense said that we're going to have mil Remember, it was, we we're going to have millions of deaths in the United States of America. That scares people. They can't leave their house. Are you kidding me? So what's happening internationally, same thing. They're just scaring people to death. And they're telling people we have this tremendous, we can't, 
the first the first thing is yes we can and we have been feeding people of the world the people of the world have never been as prosperous as they are right now and food security's never been as good as it is right now we do not have a crisis the crisis we have right now is created by the US government and other governments working together to turn this thing over to a one world operation China right now, I told, I was on the phone with a trucker earlier today. He said, Lou, when you told me almost three years ago that China was going to demand that when they brought full containers over here on boats and unloaded them, that they wanted the empty containers to come back and they would pay for them as if they were loaded full because they were going to stop people from exporting from America. You know what's happening right now? We just told this two hours ago that the almond crops are backed up for two years now and they can't get them out of the United States that are the, 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 the tons that were supposed to go to foreign countries. They can't get them off the docks. And so what are you doing with this? Unless uh, America doesn't eat all their own almonds. America doesn't eat all their own rice or corn or whatever. We ship a lot of it overseas. We, we, we produce more than we use of everything pretty much. And they are shutting that down. I'm telling you, uh, expect to see empty store shelves. You're going to see empty store shelves, and you're going to see things that right now there's already things you can't get or they're going to take a long time to get. So uh, that's what's going on. You can read the article uh, in, again, the Epic Times, June 8th through 14th. It's a great article. You should. Everybody ought to subscribe to the epic times i look forward to it every week it's a weekly they will mail it to you or you can you can get a electronically and hard copy or one or the other so and it has all kinds of it isn't just politics there's stuff about the family there's great articles about family children marriage relationship health all kinds of stuff in other words it's something that you're not going to sit down and read in five minutes with a cup of coffee, it's going to be something that you can read. It's like a, a news, news magazine, but it's in the form of a newspaper. So uh, check it out, and uh, I think you'll really love it. And um, what seemed like I was going to give you another website to look at, uh, but I'll, I'll think about it. So also I want to mention Dr. Cassidy and I are helping addicts. And the way if you have an addiction problem from smoking cigarettes to smoking crack— uh, will help you. So the the way we're doing that, because the government in this area has collapsed in terms of its ability to help addicts. And so we have them laying all over the streets here. So if you'll call Peachtree Health at 530-749-3242, you, you don't get arrested when you do this. You don't get arrested for coming for help. 749-3242, ask for Dr. Joe Cassidy or Dr. Cassidy. If you have any problem with getting an appointment, uh, then I'm going to give you his number. Please don't don't uh, text him in the middle of the night. When it, Text him during the day. Don't call him night or day. Text him, 530-682-8648. Only do that if you can't get an appointment through 749-3242. You can text 682-8648. Just give him your name. Say, I need help with addiction. If all out fails or you don't want to text him, just call me. You can call me live or you can text me. You can leave me a message 
at 530-713-1838. Now, we're just not working five days a week or three days a week on this. We're working seven days a week on this. The reason is times are urgent. Fentapills and fentanyl is are killing people. In fact, someone just texted me today, and they busted a big warehouse in, uh, let's see, where is it here? Okay. The largest seizure of, of history of a lethal drug in Mexico, $230 million, 1,196 pounds of fentanyl. It's up to 100 times stronger than morphine. That's why when somebody takes it and they're thinking they're taking morphine or heroin, it kills them. Twelve, nearly 1,200 pounds, 10 suspects arrested. This is on the Mexican side of the border. Um Oh, wait a minute. Let's see. Yeah, 1,200 pounds. They also found 1,200 pounds of methamphetamine, 68 pounds of cocaine, as well as opium, gum, and heroin. These boys like to get people high. We'll be right back, and uh, we'll be right back. By nearly every measure, the position of poor Americans worsened under the leadership of our opponents. Teenage drug use, out-of-wedlock births, and crime increased dramatically. Urban neighborhoods and schools deteriorated. Those whom government intended to help discovered a cycle of dependency that could not be broken. Government became a drug, providing temporary relief, but addiction as well. Pouring hundreds of billions of dollars into programs in order to make people worse off was irrational and unfair. It was time we ended this reliance on the government process and renewed our faith in the human process. In 1980, the people decided with us that the economic crisis was not caused by the fact that they live too well. Government lived too well. I have just had enough out of Amy Schumer for a while now. I mean, if there's a picket sign anywhere, Amy Schumer picks it up. She just is like, I have to be outside screaming about something. My life is overprivileged and amazing, and I have to be upset. But I'm not going to allow this because I'm going to speak up for black Americans. This woman got a megaphone today and decided to speak out about the Roe v. Wade overturning and had the audacity to correlate it to slavery. This is a Hollywood trope almost. The white, wealthy women in Hollywood love to basically say, I either get what I want or I'm gonna correlate it to slavery. It's like, if I don't get what I want, I'm gonna say that it's just like slavery or else like it's wrong and I need to get what I want until you give it to me. I'm going to use black people. I'm gonna use the pain of the past. I'm gonna use racism. And I'm gonna call something racist that has absolutely nothing to do with race. Amy Schumer did this today. She got on a platform and said, that the reversal of Roe v. Wade in the Supreme Court is exactly what slaveholders would have wanted. You know what I have here in front of me? I have a photograph that a friend, I think he's one of the six people watching C-SPAN right now, a friend just texted me and said, here's a picture of gasoline at the pump. 
diesel, I should say, not gasoline, diesel, 194 gallons. You know what the bill was? $1,090. You want to know what's coming, American people, this summer? When the inventory of diesel, have you looked at the inventory numbers for diesel? Ladies and gentlemen, it's coming. All of those goods and services sitting in trucks, trucks that are having to pay $1,090 to fill their tank, that's getting passed on to you. You're going to pay for that. You, the American people, are going to pay for that while Democrats in this body, in the Senate, and in this administration wave it off, laugh it off, and say, go buy a Tesla. Well, that isn't going to make your prices any cheaper. That isn't going to enable you to be able to afford the goods and services you need. The world is becoming a crazy place. Used to be all you had to do was just smoke some weed, but not anymore because now weed is messed up. I don't know why it's so strong. All I'm saying is I had to tell all the weed salesmen, when I say I want weed, I mean regular weed. I don't want nothing with a nickname, not Thriller, Killer, Salmonella, none of that. Because... I'm used to smoking weed and getting the munchies. This brother in L.A. sold me some stuff, had me looking at the refrigerator for three hours. I'm just in the kitchen, sitting on the stove. Just... All right, here we go. This uh, this segment I'm going to assign to uh, Thrifty Rooter. If you know Thrifty Rooter, they they have uh, been around here for nearly 50 years. Thrifty R O O T E R Rooter. ThriftyRooter.net is their website. It's a great website. You can go on there, see all the different services they provide. You think, oh, they just probably fix a leak. No, they do way more than that. Uh, they got they got cameras that can go down inside the pipe. They got big rigs that can that can empty your septic system for you. Uh, they got it. They got all the tools. So thriftyrooter.net. Go on there if you want. You can actually write them a note, send it right off their website. Put in your you know your name, address, whatever, whatever, phone number, and tell them what you need. You can just click on different things that you need. And uh, you can get a hold of them that way. If you don't want to bother, you don't want to use a computer, or you don't have a computer, you just you just want to call them on the phone. Just dial them up at 530-673-8201, 530-673-8201, Thrifty Rooter. And they work every day of the year. I've seen them every single day of the year. Holidays, they don't, holidays don't throw those folks. They just get it on. So they have dispatchers over there, 530-673-8201, just waiting. They're just like all fired up, scratching themselves and chomping at the bit, as somebody once said, to serve you. Uh, so give them a chance to do that, and they will help you and be kind to you. And uh, so I wanted to mention, this is I, I, I just want to bring up some things to get you thinking. And uh, let me get down here. I'm trying to follow my menu. And, uh, okay, I'm really close. So the next one is the one I want. So here's the deal. The Biden administration, and of course you know that Joe Biden is not really your president. He's a figurehead, but he doesn't really even know what, what pot he's peeing in, that boy. And, uh, you know, we're all going to get there one day, and I don't take any cheap shots at him and 
I mean, he's just, uh, he got conned into the presidency. Any guy that had his kind of problems would not want that kind of responsibility. If somebody asked me if I was, I was getting a little weak in mind and they asked me to run a business, I'd say, no, thank you. Right. I want it to be successful. But he knows that uh, he has all kinds of people like Barack Obama around him that, that are actually doing calling the shots. So everything that you're hearing from the Biden administration is fraud and lies. And you think, oh, Lou, you're just a conservative and you hate Democrats. Well, first of all, I don't hate Democrats. I think they're mentally ill, but I don't hate them. And uh, I'm not necessarily in disagreement with every single thing. But here's the deal. There is no reason that any country, particularly America, with, well, let me, let me say it a different way. There's no reason. Some countries don't have any natural resources, or some countries have much more natural resources than others. The United States, and you can, if you think you came from a monkey, then you just think it's all an accident. But if you think you came from God, there may have been some rhymes to reason and uh, logic to all this. The United States of America has some of the most incredible natural resources, fuels, and stuff like that of any nation on earth. And so when you have gas prices uh, like we have it right now, when it, on January 6th, when Trump lost the election. I put quotes around that. When Trump left, left office in January 6th, I think gas was about $2 a gallon nationally. There is the only reason that we have a gas price problem is because the Democrats don't want to take any, use any oil anymore. And they want to force you to go to an electric car. That's the only reason we have we have more oil than someone once said we can shake a stick at. So if you wonder what if, when the Democrats say we're doing everything we can to lower prices, get, to get the food, for, food, to get the baby formula over to the shelves, to do this, to lower the price to that, to do this, they are lying. There's not a shred of evidence or tooth, truth there. So let me let me so so the the oil industry is is pretty much been shut down. They're pumping some but not hardly any. You remember when Trump it was the first time in history that America had so much oil and natural gas we were selling it to others. We we're exporting it. Because before Trump it was illegal to export fossil fuels so to speak. Did you know that since Jimmy Carter because they they couldn't they thought they were running out. But the oil industry and the fossil fuels industry has been so amazing at finding new sources and being able to extract new sources. We had so much available that we, the United States Congress authorized the oil industry to sell to other countries, not just to Americans. Now, you would think that all oil that's being allowed to be withdrawn from the ground would at least go to Americans. Wouldn't you think that if you heard the Biden argument, it's it's wrong. They took five million barrels out of our strategic petroleum reserve. The strategic petroleum reserve was created by Jimmy Carter when we had a gas crisis in the United States. And they put a reserve in case we went to war, that we would have oil to use as well as oil to use in the United States as well as oil to use overseas, right? To fight. 
So we had a petroleum, strategic petroleum reserve. But since Trump came in, we had so much oil, we could get rid of that reserve. We started to draw it down some. Here's what happened the other day. They withdrew 5 million barrels of oil, not gallons, barrels. And they did not release it into the refineries of the United States. They sold it. They sent it to Russia, Europe, and China. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Do you think they're... Do you think they're really going to try to, you know, and then they blamed the gas station owners, the gas station owners. I don't know whether you're, you've been in business, but I think the gas station owners make about 1.7 or something like that percent on a gallon of gas. That's all they make. The, the government's making more in taxes on gas than the gas station owner. It is a lie. It's a cheap lie. It's a stupid lie. So, uh, so what we have here is uh, Reuters found that through customs data, it isn't just people shooting their mouth off. This is this is anything going in and out of the United States is listed and accounted for by customs, Homeland Security, etc. At least 5 million barrels of oil were exported to Europe, Asia last, and Asia last month as the strategic reserve drains to its lowest level since 1986. What does that sound like to you? If you thought you needed a strategic stash, obviously they're not thinking of fighting any wars, right? We're going to be surrendering. American oil refinery Phillips 66 shipped 470,000 barrels of sour crude from Texas to Trieste, Italy, while Atlantic Trading and Marketing, ATMI, a division of French entity Total Energies, exported two cargo cargo ships of 560,000 barrels each. Meanwhile, sources told the outlet that more crude oil was sent to China, India, and the Netherlands. When asked about the report, you you know this uh, black lesbian female? She brought it up. I didn't. Corrine Jean-Pierre said that she was not aware of the matter and needed to look into it. Now, do you think that the press secretary of the United States of America was not briefed on millions of barrels of oil going outside the country when our consumers are dying over here? In fact, there's a clip I played uh, that's playing this uh, segment today of Chip Roy, who's a senator or a congressman from Texas, that one guy sent Chip Roy a copy of his bill at a fuel stop where he bought diesel, and it cost, I think it was $1,096 or something like that. And you're going to sell our strategic oil reserves to foreign countries. You know something, people? That means that they don't want this country to stand alone. They definitely hate the concept of make America great. By the way, do you remember when Trump said that that was his slogan, make America great? And it was like, there's a portion of the Bible where there was gnashing of teeth. 
That meant people were really steamed. Gnashing of teeth. And uh, this this uh, liberal globalists, they want to open up this country with no borders, no nationalities, just let everybody in. And they want to just wave a wand and and make everything change. Everything changed to communism. And so when Trump won, in spite of Dominion's vote corruption, Dominion Company, and he said that he was going to make America great again, it, it caused gnashing of teeth among the liberals. Do you still think that there was a, a, a clean election? Let me tell you something that I just watched. This is a, a reporter. It was a little too long to play today, but it was a good clip. A reporter went to do, the Dominion uh, headquarters. They're a Canadian company, by the way. In I think it's in Toronto, Canada. <clears throat> and he went to the headquarters, a very nice building. And he went in, and they realize that the Tides Foundation is, this is a multi-story, very, very nice building, first class. And when, you know how in the, the lobby of the building where it lists all the rooms and the floors and who's who in the zoo on each one? And so right next to Dominion Voting Systems, is the Tides Foundation. You look up the Tides Foundation, T-I-D-E-S Foundation, and you'll find it's George Soros. What do you think the odds are that George Soros Tides Foundation, which is involved in transforming the world to a socialist nation, what do you think the odds are of the millions of office spaces in Canada that they would end up right next to Dominion. What do you think the odds are of that? Is that well, it, when I draw like these analogies and things, will anything convince you that this is like kind of a setup? Dominion has been caught over and over stealing elections. They tried to steal the Clinton election with with the Trump, but they had they underestimated how bad she was going to get beat. And that's why people were so furious. But when he came out and said, I'm going to make America great, we're going to make America great again. And people, uh, they blew a gasket. They had aneurysms. They blew a, they had a, they blew their brains out. It, they freaked. They, there was screaming in the streets. They were crying, cutting themselves, freaking out, shooting up. Just over a slogan, make America great, because they had been they have bitten the pill, they have swallowed the pill that America is, is a horrible country, even though they can't find anywhere else to live that they can make a living. And that's why they hated it so much, and that's why uh they are doing everything they can to disassemble this country. This this is an act of treason. 
You think, oh, well, he's just stupid. He's not sitting around thinking up all these things. He has other people telling him what to do. Gas stations run on a margin as low as 1.4% of sales. And he's telling them they have to cut their margin. And his son is getting paid millions of dollars a year for being a crack addict. Listen, people, these none of this is, is a coincidence or a perfect storm or serendipitous or just bad luck. None of it. It's all purpose-driven. It's purpose-driven. It's coordinated. It's organized. Borders don't get opened by accident. Kids don't get moved from state to state by accident. It's all highly planned. Don't you organize your day, have a punch list on what you're going to pick up around town? Don't you think these big maneuvers, moving 500 million barrels of oil to foreign countries right when we're desperately needing more fuel, they do not want you to have more fuel. In fact, they'll be saying we're doing our very best to work on it when there isn't fuel at your fuel stations, your gas stations. Have you thought about that? That they're going to get shut this down enough to there won't be any fuel for you to get, even though you have a nice vehicle and you have the money to purchase the fuel, even at a very ridiculous price. You with me? I'm telling you, this has all been purposeful. Do you think that the formula problem was just an accident? There's all kinds of things that you cannot get anymore. There's all kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. Let me mention a couple more people before we go. I, I want to give them credit and help them get some business because they, they're keeping me around here. And uh, another one's Dave Green. It's construction. He's been helping over at the East Street Project. And uh, he and I and Ted Holmes have been partners for over 40 years. And uh, Dave posts on Facebook. You can follow him on Facebook at Dave Greenitz Construction. That's Greenitz with Green with E-T-Z on the end, Greenitz. Dave Greenitz Construction, that's his Facebook name. Just get on there and like it and follow it. And he'll be, when he posts his photos, of his before and after bathrooms and his remodels and kitchens that will blow your mind. I'm telling you. And, uh, you can also see his, his con construction website at greenitzconstruction.com. And, uh, you can communicate with him off those sites, off those platforms, but you could also dial him up at five, three, zero or text him at five, three, zero, six, eight, two, nine, six, zero, two, five, three, zero, six, eight, two, nine, six, zero two and uh, you may have to wait a little longer than somebody that's hungry for business but you have to ask yourself why is a person short on business if they're really good dave is very busy his contractors are very busy because i know some of them and they're busy for a reason because when people have them do it they're just like wow it's like amazing so that's probably the experience you're going to have and uh also, uh, let's see. Let me get down here. Yeah, 
and see where I want to go from here. Okay. The most interesting thing to me is it seems like there's people in our country, a lot of people that just are okay with taking a COVID shot and okay with going along with the system, even if it's all wrong. It's sad. In fact, Zev Zelenko just said that. Uh, in fact, it's interesting. He, he quoted, if you read the book of Exodus and about the leaving of Exodus with the Jewish people, it doesn't really say how many, if anybody stayed behind. He seemed to say in his talk to, that I watched today, that a huge number of people just didn't even leave. Like maybe half didn't even leave Egypt when God came himself and got Moses and said, we're leaving. Remember they were in slavery. And uh, so it's interesting that so many of them just decided, Hey, we're used to this. It's not what we're used to. It's not what we want. It's not what we plan for. It's not what the way we used to live, but we can probably become used to it. And even though God was calling them out, they just stayed there. I, I just, I've been chewing on that all day since Zev Zelenko said that. I'm going to go back and listen to him again. He didn't make a big deal about it. He just said, it's it's the way people are. It's a people thing. It's the way people are wired. Some people just give in. They just surrender. The plane's going down. They don't even try to get out the, the cabin door to get out once it, once it lands on the ground. They just they surrender. We're going to be right back and do our final segment. Somebody knocking. Somebody knocking on my door. Somebody knocking. Somebody knocking on my door. While 80% of the world's population continues on with oil and gas, the United States and a small handful of Western nations have decided to go green, even if it kills everyone. They have already admitted that the disruptive economic burden this will cause is exactly the sort of pressure required to inspire the innovation needed to make it all work someday. Because that's the plan. There are no viable solutions to replace oil and gas. So the sooner we can figure it out, the sooner we can stop the endless rise of inflation, starvation, and death that will obviously result from shutting off our energy taps. And a new company has already appeared, albeit with a bizarre solution to our problems. A massive meat rendering facility is set to break ground next year in Rapid City, South Dakota, and be completed by 2026. With the ordinary name, the Western Legacy Development Corporation, one might never guess how innovative this company actually is. The Western Legacy Development Corporation will process cattle and bison completely with robotics and artificial intelligence, including new laser technology air knives that use a high-velocity airstream to dehide the animals. The Western Legacy Development Corporation is building a massive 1 million square foot meat factory 
that will be operating at levels as high as 8,000 cattle per day. Now, one might ask, what about all this social engineering to stop eating real beef and get used to eating lab-grown meat and bugs? Aren't we being told that cow farts are bad for the environment? Well, as it turns out, the Western Legacy Development Corporation isn't necessarily going to be processing three million cattle per year for food. The Western Legacy Development Corporation will be collecting animal fat to be used as feed and fuel a biofuel that they will use to power their very own one million square foot facility. Now how green is that? Well, maybe not small farm grass-fed level green, but still, it's pretty green. Rapid City is a small town, and many residents are asking, where will they get 8,000 cattle a day? And where will they keep them? And where will they get 2,500 employees, which is 3% of their population? and where will they house them? These questions weren't really answered, but we do know that they plan to have a thriving rail system that will be offloading thousands of cattle each and every day directly into the AI robot laser slaughterhouse for immediate processing. So they won't need to store the cattle anywhere. Now, while this may sound like some sort of crazy economist's solution to cleaning up a mass murder, or even some kind of Soylent Green scenario where the government is chopping up people in a factory for food, and in this case, energy. Soylent Green is people! We are told that it's all for the environment, so I'm sure it's all good. And hey, at least we won't be burning any more oil, like the rest of the world. And don't worry, Trust the science. Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. And remember the plan. Once we really start suffering, someone will eventually think of a solution. And if not, at least we were willing to die for a criminal government run by pedophiles. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Oh, hi. Have you or a loved one had a baby recently? We hate to say this, but you might have just brought a white supremacist into the world. Don't worry though, we're here to help. It's important to always look for clues of racist tendencies in your newborn so that you can nip that in the bud. Here are five troubling signs that your baby might be a white supremacist. Sign number one, he's white, which automatically makes him a racist. If your newborn is white, and sorry, it's game over, your baby will be irredeemably racist forever. Sad. Sign number two, your baby has no hair which is a common neo-Nazi hairstyle. Is your baby a skinhead? Having no hair is a colossal red flag. Here's a big one. Shows his white fragility by crying all the time. Crying is a sure sign of defensiveness and a fear of honest conversations around race. Not good. Four, your baby refuses to say Black Lives Matter. Seriously, what is so hard about saying Black Lives Matter? If instead he says things like, Goo Goo Gaga, this is even more troubling. The phrase Goo Goo Gaga has 10 letters in it. Do you know what else has 10 letters in it? Heil Hitler. Five, your baby shows colorblindness by playing with other kids regardless of their race. But here's the kicker, colorblindness is racist. Minorities need their own separate spaces without white invaders. Decolonize your playtime, mom and dad. If you remain vigilant, you may play a part in preventing another baby from becoming a racist. Uh, unless he's white, of course.
comes the story of the hurricane. The many authorities came to So I was telling you about this Dominion voting systems, and uh, the reason I, uh, the interesting thing is that there's a photo that's, that's surfaced of uh, Justin Trudeau, the do you call him prime minister, president of Canada, Justin Trudeau? So there's a picture of him and you can tell that he's in the voting dominion voting uh, offices because behind him up on the wall, they have their logo dominion voting and then their little picture of their little machine. And it shows workers lined up behind him and he's, he's, he's smiling and showing uh, one of their tablets and he's, uh, He's testing it or something. Well, there's a couple of guys. There's a handful of guys standing behind him that they're, they're uh, you can see them well enough that if you knew them, you would like if I knew them from here, I could say, oh, there's Larry, there's Joe, there's Susie. But there's a circle around one guy's head. And so we have Justin Trudeau, the prime minister in the Dominion voting headquarters. In, uh, I guess, Toronto. I think it's, that's where it is. And uh, and behind him is standing a guy named Alex Soros. Who is Alex Soros? Alex Soros is George Soros' son. George Soros is in his 80s. If you've seen him recently, he's not looking so hot. He's pretty old. And um, so we can see the tight connection between the Soros people and the Dominion voting people. And it's interesting to me that in when I t- brought up to the county clerk of Yuba County about Dominion voting, she sent me a news release from Dominion voting because she didn't know what I knew. And it basically attacked Trump. I've never seen a news release from somebody from a corporation attack the president of the United States. I thought, called it fake news. I thought, oh, why don't you just tell me how good you are or how flawless your voting machines are instead of telling me how corrupt our president is right so dominion voting has been around swaying elections for decades and a group called rebel news entered the building uh, and investigative journalists went in and uh, started asking questions and it wasn't too long before the police ushered them out so when you when you remove your borders and when you don't have legal elections anymore, you don't have a country anymore. You don't have democracy anymore, right? Or the ability to have a republic. What we have is a republic that is entirely corrupted, including people in both parties. People think, oh, Lou, you're just Republican. No, no, no. I, I am not, I'm not pro-Republican. I, I am pro-righteousness and pro-honesty. Pro, pro and pro-patriotism and pro-constitution. That's what I am. But I'm sitting here watching Trudeau sitting in the foreground and behind him, Alex Soros, and, and in, in a group with a group shot of Dominion voting employees. They all work together. Same building. Walls apart. That's it. You may think that the Biden border invasion is all just happenstance. It is not. It's entirely coordinated and intentional. I've had people on the other side of the border. I know people on the other side of the border. And there's staging areas for these people to come, sleep, shower, have a meal, and get ready to cross. It's all planned. 
It's all set up. I'm telling you that this is all planned, letting people, paying for people that don't even belong here. They want to come here and come here legally. We've always had a way to do that. But people just walk in here and get health insurance, get free food, uh, get free medical, get to vote. They created this border crisis. On, they've created all these crises on purpose, including COVID. And a lot of you just think this is a big battle. A lot of you local people, including some doctors, it's amazing. This is a big battle. We need to stick together. We need to just follow the orders. We need to this, this. Like, it's a legit deal. This is entirely a corrupt scam to destroy people and scare the hell out of them so they'll do what the government wants them to do. A borderless country is the, the goal of the left. Have illegals in the country is a goal of the left. To have a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state, California is leading the way in every one of these aspects. Before we get down to the last, I wanted to mention one last business that has stood by us for many years, and that's Elite Universal Security. They started in Yuba County, started by an Air Force veteran, Monty Hecker, and they have expanded all over Northern California. It's one, it's one of these uh, great success stories. All of these people I've talked about are great success stories locally, but uh, Elite Universal Security, 5548 Federal Boulevard, if you want to drop in there. They dispatch out of there. They have people working there 24 hours a day. But they're working all over Northern California. So if you're listening to me and you're in some other county in California, give them a call at 530-749-0280. And they may be able to serve you uh, in whatever county you are. And they also uh, might put you to work if you're interested in a job. So if you want to... Uh, Maybe you think, hey, man, the prices are incredible. I need to go back and pick up 10 or 15, 20 hours, maybe two days of work, two days a week work, two and a half days, be a guard. They will train you. They're looking for guards every week. They're looking for, you know what they're looking for? Quality people show up. They're not going to, they, they'll pass a drug test. They'll pass an alcohol test. They'll show up. They got a clean background. They're honest people. They're good people. They're kind people. Those are the people Elite Universal Security wants. So give them a call, 530-749-0280. And if people are stealing you blind, if people are vandalizing, breaking in over where this studio is, where we do the radio show, people homeless break into that building over there. It's a multi-story building. They break in, sleep inside. Crazy. If you want some help with your building or your stuff, your farm stuff, your maybe you have a big bullpen where a lot of your equipment is, you can't keep people out. They can help you. So give Elite Universal Security a call, 749-0280. They can also help with your concealed weapons permits. We're hoping for the day when Yuba and Sutter County gets rid of them. It's, like it's a violation of the Constitution, but they can train you how to shoot a gun if you've never had a gun. If you or you just had a gun given to you or you bought a gun or got a gift, they will help you learn how to handle it. They got a range. They'll help you if you want to con conceal carry. 
They'll explain all the laws to you so you don't get yourself in trouble. And uh, so you you check it out, and uh, I think you'll be happy. So uh, Kevin Kiley, he's got a blog this week. Kevin Kiley is running for Congress. He was he was the uh, demo the, the conservative uh, choice, and he's running against a liberal for a new district that was created because California lost one of its congressional numbers. It got uh, because its population is is going down. And so it lost a congressional representative, and so they had to re- redesign the districts. And Kevin Kiley uh, is running in the district he's living in, but it actually, for the first time, loops in and catches part of Yuba County up in the foothills. So that's kind of fun. I was hoping he would get all of Yuba County because I wanted to uh, be in his district. But uh, he's throughout the entire COVID campaign, he has been the guy that has fought the governor and has been the lightning rod for protests against the government uh, on the criminal activity of the government. And uh, so I played a commercial that has been redone. Newsom did a commercial. Uh, By the way, did you know that Newsom, uh, did you remember when Newsom forbid uh, Californian uh, employees of the state from going to any conferences or any training in any other state that had uh, pro-life laws. Uh, and uh, although I don't think that Montana has so pro-life, but Montana for some reason was was prohibited or our employees were prohibited from going to Montana. Isn't that interesting? For some reason, they got a bean up Newsom's nose. But Newsom disappeared here recently. Nobody could figure out where he went, and he's up in Montana vacationing. That's it. Now, this is the way communism works. We have rules for the populace, the small people, and then there's a different set of rules for the wealthy. So there was masks for the small people, and then when he wanted to go to the French laundry, he didn't have to wear a mask. When his kids went to summer camp, the kids didn't have to wear a mask, right? So he's buying commercials to tell Floridians that freedom is under attack in your state, in Florida. So there's already been another commercial, a, a bite back commercial. And that's, I, I got a clip on it on this show today. In fact, you may have already heard it by now, but in the commercial he says, freedom is under attack in your state. Florida is one of the most free states in the union. And he said, the Republican leaders are the ones that are causing all the problem. He concludes, I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight and join us in California. Well, we still believe in freedom. Is he killed? The only one that has any freedom in California is Gavin Newsom. Here's, so Kylie says, here's the irony of, of his ad, Newsom's ad. The fact is, Californians are leaving the state to go to Florida. In fact, I just talked to a couple who were a part of the Millennium Entertainment over there with John Buckland uh, to find out the real story of what happened over there with John Buckland and the uh, county of Sutter when they lost their entire business. And they left, and they now live in Florida, down in the Tampa area. Newsom has branded a state that bans plastic straws. That would be California as the real freedom state of California. Now you have to, now, did you know that in California now you not only have to ask for a straw, but if you go through and you get some fries, you go through a drive-through or you go inside, you have to ask for all the condiments. So if you want mayonnaise, you want mustard, 
you know, those little one seal, or you want hot sauce at Taco Bell, and you want the fire, or you want the medium, they're not going to put them in the bag automatically. You have to ask for them. Or you want salt, right? McDonald's, all those things. You have to specifically ask for all those individual things because they think that's ruining the environment. The ads are funded. You know who this fund? Who do you think would be funding the ads to to attack Florida? The teachers' unions. Isn't that amazing? Why don't the teachers actually teach children for a change? Isn't it odd? The teachers' union are funding attack ads to to make Florida look bad. I don't I don't know how you can make Florida look bad at this point. Teachers unions, they, he said, this is Kylie says, the ads are funded by the teachers unions that run Newsom's office and shut down our schools. Did you know that? Did you know that the teachers shut down our schools? They had a big, they had a big play in that. Do you know why? They don't want to teach. They got paid for not teaching. Do you think teaching Zoom is harder than regular teaching? No way. Florida, did you know that Florida kids stayed in school without mandates? Isn't this amazing? And they thrived. South Dakota and maybe even North Dakota stayed in school without mandates. Numbers of states, kids never, if, if, if the kids are fortunate enough to live in those states, they never, they never missed a day of school. Isn't that cool? And you wonder whether it, it really makes a difference on who you vote into office. Wow, 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 wow. Did you know that the legislature in the state of California just raised taxes? And they've wasted another $4.2 billion on the non-existent high-speed rail. We have a gas, I don't know whether it's 3% or 3 cents or something like that. Gas tech, right in the middle of this. They couldn't have, they couldn't have put it off, but it's, it's a, a planned increase. A planned increase. I want to give you a, uh, an example of politicians being dishonest and scamming the people. A few years ago is the the Board of Supervisors of Yuba County began to get more money through the Yuba Water Agency. They decided, because, you know, every once in a while they'd say, why don't we raise our own wages? Because did you know that supervisors, if five, they have five people, so three of five decide they want to raise the wages, they raise their own wages. And they, they decide to raise the wages of anybody working for the county. But they also do their own. They don't have a special citizens committee that's set aside to do that. So they, they receive so much flack, so much pushback when they raise their wages like, eh, 30 40%. Because they were getting a lot of money back in about two th- before the housing bubble popped. And uh, so they, uh, this is before they started getting all the water money. But they were getting all these permit fees and hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. So they raised their their pay about 50% or more. And so that that drew a lot of attention to the supervisors. So it's it's one thing to, you know, next time you going to get elected, they said, hey, quit quit raising your, your pay, right? 
So they need to figure out a way that they could raise their pay without getting blamed for it. This is so devious, so completely devious and dishonest. They, you know, they have all kinds of n- names for it, like liars, dis- deceivers, right? What they did then is they decided as a city, as a supervisors to uh, attach, philosophically attach their pay raises to the judicial branch of the state of California or the judges. So in the judges pay, they get these incremental raises automatic. Nobody has to vote on it. So the supervisors, they decided to attach their increments instead of voting on it whenever they wanted to. They attached their increments to the judge's increments. So now they can say, we can say, how come you got a raise? Oh, well, it's just automatic. that We get the same thing the judges do. But they made the decision. The dishonest thing is they made the decision So it didn't look like they were giving themselves a raise, though they're giving themselves more of a raise because it's automatic raises. You see what I'm saying? And even in hard times when they shouldn't get a raise, they still get a raise. You understand what I'm saying? They're liars and they're deceivers. And when you ask them, how come you're always getting all these raises? You get paid too much already. They say, oh, well, it's all, it's all just a part of the system. We, we get the same raises that the state gets. They never tell you the whole story that, that they raised their rates so much and blew people's minds and people complained about them that they, they got their, their pay up there. And then now they have these incremental raises that are just the same ones that the judges get. And so they make the excuse it really wasn't us that did it. Now, I want you to be ready. I don't have time to go into a lot of detail here. Uh, But the state of California in its November elections have a lot of propositions, measures, referendums that show up on the ballot. And it's there's about 20, 21 states that allow this type of legislation. You know, some states, the government, the legislators just hammer out legislation and come up with the best idea that they think they have. But in the state of California, in order to get away around, get away around boondoggles with the legislators, people can actually put things on the ballot and then vote on it themselves if they can't get the legislature. So we have, and I'll talk a bit more about this next week or the week after. Uh, there's a number of what we call ballot measures and they have been put on, most of the time they're put on by into, by groups or citizens trying to get change to happen in the state of California. And sometimes it's, uh, it's the legislature putting something on the ballot, but many times it's special interest groups putting things on the ballot. And uh, so we're going to get a, an abortion safeguard measure on the ballot. Uh, to provide protection to kill as many babies as we can here and make this an abortion state. Um, there's going to be sports gambling. Two two propositions on that. One, to raise the minimum wage to $18. For some reason, somebody's got to bean up their nose about K-12 
kidney clinics. So that's going to be on there again. And we'll have to spend some time talking about it next week because I'm out, I'm out of time tonight. So anyway, thanks for listening. This is, uh, again, uh, No Hostages Radio, Lou Benninger, and we'll be back next Saturday for another show. trees of green red roses too I see them bloom for me and you and I think to myself what a wonderful world I see skies of blue The bright and blessed day And the dark, sacred night And I think to myself